Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janina Mopola, and I hope you guys are doing amazing. Today it is Friday, July 10th. And this episode is a pre-recorded episode, but I hope you guys have been loving my podcast thus far. It has been such a joy announcing this podcast and just seeing the overall feedback. So if you're a new listener, welcome to my show and thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys will subscribe and leave a review. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking on qualities to look for in a partner. This is a longer episode just because I feel like there's so many things we could discuss. Like, I could literally talk about dating for years because it's, like, one of my favorite topics to talk about. So let me know what other things you do want me to talk about. You can write me on my Instagram, Janina Mapola, or my podcast's um, Instagram, which is Happy and Healthy Podcast on Instagram, and just send me more requests. However, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and you find some great tips to take away, and it just leaves you with something to think about. Let me know if it does help you out. So enjoy today's episode and remember to stay happy and healthy. Bye guys. Hello guys and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I'm your host Janine Amapola. I'm so excited to have you here today on this episode. It is a beautiful, beautiful day here in Southern California in Los Angeles. Man, the, the weather just always puts me in the best mood. Even though sometimes it being 70 degrees every single day, I miss seasons and I'm like, ah, but really like, why am I complaining? Jenny, get over yourself. You're stupid. Anyway, (laughs) so welcome back to Happy and Healthy. If you're new here, um, I want to just kind of give you a quick recap of what my podcast is about. I'm a 25-year-old girl from Dallas, Texas. I live now here in Los Angeles, and I moved here two years ago, and I really just love helping people be healthy and happy in all aspects of their life, whether that's dating, their faith, I am a Christian, um, fitness and health, mental health. I just really want people to be thriving in all areas of life, and I really want people to be happy and healthy in every aspect. 
effect. And so that's really just my goal of my podcast is to provide those elements and those stories and things for you guys just to take away from my podcast so you can be more happy and healthy. So if this is your first time listening, I hope you will come back. We have more episodes I have more episodes coming that will hopefully benefit you guys. Something also that really, really made me happy today was um, I got this new workout outfit from Fabletics and it was like a pair of like shorts and this freaking adorable bright neon pink sports bra that just fit me so perfectly in this cute jacket that the jacket and the shorts went together and I was like I need to go to the gym right now and use this outfit and I just had the best workout today and I just felt so freaking good so that still has me kind of just like beaming right now I'm like yes let's freaking go life so let's just bring it back down Janine that's what made me happy today anyway Today's topic, let's get into that. This, I think, is a very, very good topic. It's qualities to look for in a partner. This is going to be a little bit more geared towards what I look for in a man, but I hopefully can still provide, you know, if you're a guy listening or whatever you believe, um, I'm not here to judge, just qualities to look for in a partner in general. And again, since I am a Christian, some of these will be geared a little bit towards my faith. So if you're a believer as well, these will be helping you out with your faith as well. Um, I'm single right now. I've been single for eight months and I'm kind of back on the dating scene and it's a little bit terrifying, but I kind of have like a checklist of things that I want going forward in a partner. Oh, excuse me. I just had a burp. So, <laughs> Oops, sorry. Sorry if you heard that. But I kind of have a checklist of things I want in a partner. These aren't necessarily he has to drive this car. He has to make this income. He has to look like this. No, that's materialistic and superficial. These are characters, characteristics of a person that you want in a spouse that's going to make a healthy, sustainable lasting marriage relationship. I read this book called The Sacred Search and I need you to read this book. It completely changed my perspective on dating, on marriage, qualities to look for. And I'm taking some of these tips and things I've learned from my own experiences and just things that I'm now going forward, going to implement into my dating life and things I look for in a partner while I'm going on a date or dating somebody. I just hope this helps you guys out. So I do have about 35 points. I do. (laughs) So let's get right to it. Hopefully this helps you guys out and let's get into qualities to look for in a partner. So for me personally, number one, is he a Christian? I will personally only really date within my same religion and beliefs. Um, To me, it's not really religion. It's a relationship with the Lord. So I need someone that has those same beliefs. So whether you're, you know, a different religion, you're Catholic or you're, you know, Muslim or whatever, you're going to want someone with the same beliefs because religions will eventually start butting heads and also political views. Is he Christian for me is a big thing. I need someone within my same faith to date. And even that's biblical. The Bible says to be equally yoked with whoever you're going to link up with. Um, Secondly, for me, politically, does he view the same things as I do? There's some very big things politically that you're going to have to agree on that can be a make or break in your relationship. So those are things you need to discuss kind of going forward is do we have the same beliefs religiously, politically, about the world, financially, all these things like 
big topics that are going to affect your relationship and your marriage. You know, iron these out, people. These are important questions. Don't deviate from from talking about these, asking the hard questions because eventually they will pop up. And also be truthful about your responses. If someone says, hey, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? Don't say what what you know is going to appease the person. Say what you know is true to you and what you really believe because eventually... Your true self is going to come out and eventually what their beliefs are going to either bother you or they're going to encourage you. And so be honest and be honest with that person and be honest with yourself. If they don't have the belief that you have, just don't even waste your time. You know what I mean? Secondly, or no, thirdly for me, sorry, give me one second. I need to fix my lisp. Thirdly for me is, is he plugged into a church? So I'm looking for someone that is plugged into the body of Christ. That's something that God calls us to be is plugged into his body of Christ, the church. We are the church. People are the church. So I'm looking for someone that is actively in a church that knows and sees the value of church and sees that there is a a value of serving there and going regularly and being active in that. So that's something that I'm going to look for. If someone has some weird opposition and they're like, oh, church is for lame or church is messed up. And you know what I mean? Like I've dated someone in the past that we first started dating. He loved church. You know, we dated for three years and about a year and a half into it, he was like, F church. I don't need it. Church is stupid. Da, da, da. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was having to almost like drag him to church with me. I'm not here to babysit. I'm not here to freaking put a leash on you and a, and a collar and drag you into church. I'm just not here to do that. So I want someone that's willingly going to do that because that's just part of my faith. Fourthly for me is, is he a man of his word? Can his words back up his actions. So if he says, I'm going to be there at 5 p.m., I'm going to pick you up, does he follow through? If he says, I'm going to call you tonight, babe, um, I'll call you before bed, does he follow through? Is he a man of his word? I'm looking for someone like that. That's not just a flake that they just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and when it comes down to it, they're like, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. And you're like, what the heck? I was expecting you to like come pick me up or come see me or do something and they just bail on you. No, we're not here for flakiness. It's 2020, ladies and gentlemen. We don't got time for the flakes. No flakes, no dandruff, no flakes, nothing. Okay, sorry, I'm being a little bit harsh because I feel like I'm putting on my like counselor dating cap and <laughs> that's something my, my counselor always says. She's like, I'm putting on my counselor cap and helping you out right now. So I feel like I'm taking one after her, Casey, for listening to this. I love you. Anyway, so that's something that I think is really, really Good is to see if they say they're going to do something, are they going to do it? And that's something, you know, you want to be too. Also, side note, you be the person you're looking for. You can't expect someone to have all these qualities and things that you're looking for. If you don't even got them yourself, that's not really fair. So try your best to at least be the type of person you want to attract. If you love Jesus, attract someone that loves Jesus. You know what I mean? Fifthly for me is... Is he a hard worker or is he lazy? I personally love someone that's ambitious, that's driven, that has goals, a career, aspirations. I don't really want someone that just likes to sit around, play video games, and be lazy. If that's something you don't mind, like I know, for example, my best friend, her husband plays video games and she doesn't care. She loves that he loves doing that. He's still a hard worker. He's still ambitious, but he likes to play video games. And she doesn't care because she knows that makes him happy. But personally for me, I need you to be ambitious and like, 
like driven because that's how kind of a I am. And so it's not going to match up if he isn't and I am. And I don't want someone that's just lazy. You know, they don't care to really strive for anything greater. So that's something for me as well. Um, number six would be kind of like his family. So what is his family like? Are there healthy things in there or unhealthy things? Are his parents still together? Are they separated? Those aren't like necessarily deal breakers because I do believe that you don't have to be a byproduct of your family necessarily. So, but these are definitely things you need to ask and know about this person is what are the qualities of his family? What are the unhealthy things he took away from his family? And what are the healthy things he took away from his family? Ask those questions. Ask him, what did you take away from your family? Family can be important. What was it like with his siblings? What was it like growing up? Are his parents, did they argue a lot? How did they deal with conflict? How did they teach you to deal with conflict? Kind of questions like that. Another thing that I think is very, very, very big is does he honor God with his time, his actions, his words, and his thoughts? So how you spend your time, your talent, and your treasures, and your thoughts, those are very telling of how a person is. How do they spend their time on the weekends? Do they prefer to be outside? Do they prefer to volunteer? Or do they like to go to the bars every weekend and get drunk with their buddies? How do they spend their money? Are they frugal with their money? Or do they just blow it and they don't care? They, do they not plan for the future? Stuff like that. You need to kind of just start asking that and, and see is that a healthy way that they're spending their time and their talent and their treasure. Another thing would be kind of like their, their words. So are their words honoring to God? Do they uplift each other? Do they uplift people? Does he cuss does he talk negative about people is he gossipy does he like drama this could be a lot of things for girls too girls I know can tend to be very gossipy and full of drama so are her words or his words honoring to the Lord and their thoughts not that you can necessarily know what's going on in their brain because I mean we're not like freaking telepathic here but I think your thoughts become your actions and they become like a lifestyle and you can kind of see based upon the way the person thinks how they're going to live out their life and their actions. These are good questions you can ask some people or kind of like, you know, what are things you're worried about? What are things you think about a lot? What are some concerns you have in your life? You can tell. You can tell if someone's thoughts, actions, words, time, all of them are honoring to the Lord. I think it's very, very telling. You'll be able to see the fruits of his spirit, which are like gentleness, kindness, patience, self-control, loving. I know this is like words from the Bible, but I'm a Christian, so these are things I go back to. Next would be, does he have community and what are his friends like? This to me is very telling. You are your five closest people. So what are the five closest people in his life or her life? Are they gossipy people? Are they drama? Are they uplifting people? Do they make your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever you're interested in, do they make them better? Do they encourage them? Are they good people to be around? Do you find them to be enjoyable people? People that are kind of giving back to the community in some senses, you know what I mean? Like you want them to be surrounded by good people that are going to make him better better, that are going to encourage him, that he needs that accountability or she needs that accountability. Sorry, I just keep saying he, but just remember these are things that could go both ways, him or her, doesn't matter. So having community or does he only hang out with just you? Does he only hang out by himself? And if he does, we need to consider that. Why is he only by himself? Why does he not have community? Does he not get along with people? Does she not get along with people? Do people not like her or him? If so, that's a red flag. I would be very, very weary of that. So next one is, is he or her honest? Are they honest about their feelings? Are they honest about their past? Are they honest about things they struggle with? Are they honest about, again, how they spend their time, their talent, and their treasure? Treasure, by the way, means like money. Talent means 
like the gifts that God's given you? Are you using those to advance the kingdom or to help people? So say you are, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a talent. Like for example, say you are gifted with money or are you using that money to help other people or does he just selfishly spend it on like a Lamborghini? I don't know. That was kind of a reach, but you get my point. But is he honest? And can you tell when he's honest or does he have a weird lying haughty spirit? That's something you definitely want to be aware of is if he's lying. You do not want to date a liar. Never. I promise you that will be issues left and right. Be honest with yourself about that too. Number 10 is, is he teachable? You want someone that can take correction and learn and grow from it. I dated somebody that couldn't take correction. It was always pointing back to me. And even though it was an area that I tr- I tried to like subtly be like, hey, I think this is an area where you can work on or Hey, this didn't make me feel good when you said X, Y, and Z. It was always like, well, you have insecurities or you did it. It was always deflected and pointed back at me. They're not teachable. They're not saying, hmm, thank you for bringing that up. You know, maybe I don't necessarily agree with that, but let me at least consider that or let me at least try to grow from that or that they at least consider that that could be an area where they do need to grow. So being teachable is very, very important. And to kind of go further into that is, does he respect authority? This is something that I've also seen in a past relationship that I did not appreciate. Authority could be the law, your parents, his professors, his boss, or does he think he's better than them? Does he not listen? Does he try to always bend the rules? Does he always try try to just be like, no, 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 I don't need you. I don't need your help. Like respecting authority, I think is really, really big that they know that they're not above anybody, that they're not this big, mighty guy. Like they're humble to realize that I'm not the top and that I can still be taught and that there's still people above me and that they can respect that and honor that and serve that person faithfully and well, especially respecting authority as far as your parents. Like, I think that's very important to me. I need a guy that's going to honor my parents and respect them and love them. The next one is, does he respect you? Does he respect you? Does he try to push your boundaries or does he listen to you? Does he care about you? These are also kind of other points that I've written down that all are kind of going into one. But I think respecting you is very important. Does he honor your body? Is he trying to pressure you into doing things that you know you don't want to do? That is a very big red sign or red flag as well. He needs to respect you and you'll know when he's not respecting you because you'll feel diminished or you'll feel belittled. You don't want to feel belittled in a relationship. You want a healthy relationship where he's honoring you. He cares for you. He's listening to you, everything of that sort. The next kind of what I was going to say is, does he listen to you? So when you have a bad day or you're going through something or you need someone to talk to, do you feel like you can go to him and say, I've been having a really rough day or this just happened to me and he listens and he cares. He doesn't try to interrupt or try to like always fix you necessarily. He kind of listens and says, babe, I care about you. Like we'll get through this together. He takes your hand. Like he really is gentle with you and knowing that like you you might need a, a shoulder to cry on and that he just cares, that you know he's attentively listening, not on his cell phone, not distracted, that he intentionally cares about you and listens to you. So another thing is, can he communicate or does he avoid? So this is a very, very big one because communication in a relationship is key. It is absolutely key. Are you able to 
say, hey, babe, that really hurt my feelings when you said X, Y, and Z. It made me feel low or it made me feel like you didn't care about me. Does he, again, deflect or does he say, babe, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Let me work on that or that was not my intention. Does he communicate properly? Does he communicate when he's busy or does he communicate that, you know what I mean? Just communication is so important. Can you guys communicate healthily and argue healthily together? Or does he just avoid? Does he say, no, that's not it. Or no, whatever. Or just not respond or just walk away or whatever. Like if you're going to be married to this person, you want to be able to communicate for the rest of your life. Communication. I don't, I don't know how you can survive a relationship without communicating. So I think this is really, really big. Um, does he serve you, others, and your friends? So serving you, and this also, again, this is a two-way street. But does he, you know, for me, like I want someone to be able to open the car door for me. Or be, if he knows I'm sick, does he go and get like medicine for you? Does he care about your needs? I'm like, babe, I'm gonna go get you medicine for you. Does he also serve others? I think just serving you, that's great and all, but I want to see how you treat other people too. Do you care about my friends or are you only just there to date me and you only care about me? Because like, I want to see, are you going to serve my friends too? For example, my best friend, her boyfriend is the, the, the best. He'll open the door for me. Sometimes he'll even pay for me. He'll check in on me. He'll care for me. Like he serves me well too. Not just my best friend, but me too. I think that's very important. And, if, and it also, does he serve others? Not just people he only cares about or knows but other people that are maybe struggling too, like a homeless person. The next thing is, um, is he trying to rush things or is he trying to be patient with you? So when you're initially dating, is he trying to just go, go, go? Let's get married. I love you. Let's put a ring on it. Like, whoa, let's slow down. If we're going to be married, we have the rest of our lives together. So why are we trying to rush this? I think there's a narcissistic trait. Narcissistic people tend to rush things. And I've researched a lot about narcissism. So just know that's not just me pulling that out of my butt. You know what I mean? Sorry, that sounds really gross. But you get my point. Narcissistic people tend to rush things. He should be patient if you say, hey, this is my timeline or I really want to take things slow. Does he honor that or is he like, oh, next, I don't got time for this. Next girl. No, he should honor that and respect the timeline and not try to rush things and pressure things. I think that's a really big telling thing as well. Does he judge you and your past or is he understanding and know that's not you anymore? Is he forgiving and loving in that? Does this person constantly hold your past relationships over your head, your past mistakes, things you've been through? Or does he realize, hey, this isn't you any longer and I love you for who you are today. I don't care who that person was anymore because I know you've repented and you're redeemed and God forgives you. Because I mean, again, for dating in a Christian world, that's what I look for is someone that's their life is different than who they were in the past and that they're walking in new into new forgiveness now. And I'm not going to hold their past over their head because that's not who they are anymore. Hopefully a person that could understand that, you know what I mean? Does he care to know your family? I think I mentioned this before, but is he only just there for you or does he actually care to know your family as well? Does, is he intentional with your parents, knowing them, their story, your siblings? That's very important. I am the youngest of seven kids. I need someone to care about my siblings as well. And my parents, because I love my parents and my family. Another thing is, I think I said this too. Does he pressure you into things? You should not feel pressured into anything. You shouldn't feel peace about everything everything, which is also my next point, but he should not pressure you into sexual things, into marriage, into dating. You should want to do that or feel peace about it. Or if you don't feel peace about it, if you don't want to do anything with him, he should not be pressuring you. He should not be like, oh, come on. You're such a prude. No, that is a red flag to me. Another thing is, do you feel peace with this person? So this is number 21. Do you feel peace with this person? Peace, you cannot run away from peace. I always say chase peace and seek peace. I was reading Psalms, I believe 34, yesterday, and in it, in it, and in it, good Lord, Janine, can you speak English? In lo- oh my God, I'm so sorry. 
at this point of the day, my brain starts getting a little cuckoo. In that verse, it just constantly says, seek peace. God is not the author of confusion. So where there is peace, God is most likely in the midst of that. So whatever I'm doing, whatever, whoever I'm dating, whatever, I need to feel peace. Make sure you don't run away from that. Chase the peace and seek the peace. The next thing is, do you have any red flags with him initially? So right off the bat, if there's something off, trust that. Trust your intuition. So you should not be seeing these red flags initially right off the bat. Like maybe they might come out about later or whatever, but initially if you already know there's red flags and this is a quality that you're like, I don't know about this person. There's something off about it. Trust that. Run the opposite way. I promise you. The next thing is 23 is what music does he listen to? What movies does he watch? What books does he read? What does he fill himself with? Because what you're putting inside is going to be a byproduct of what starts coming out on the outside. So what books he reads, what movies he watches, what music he listens to, are they provocative? Are they uplifting? Are they degrading to women? Do they have a lot of curse words in it? Because the more you fill yourself up with those things, the more that will start being like a, like you'll, you'll start just like outpouring that. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if he's listening to things that are like nasty or derogatory or demeaning or degrading, he might start talking like that and and acting like that because that's what he's filling himself up with. He may not even know it. She may not even know it. You want to be mindful and conscious of what are they filling themselves up with? Are they uplifting godly things? God in the Bible, it says, um, whatever is lovely, whatever is kind, whatever is true, whatever is, I think like a peaceful or something these are the things you should focus your mind on fill your mind with and you want a guy that's doing that as well and a girl that's doing that as well so i keep saying this is a two-way street this is not only just for guys um next thing is number 24 is is he angry or calm does he have an anger issue that you can outright see or does he handle everything with patience and kindness and is he calm and in a moment of heated a heated moment you do not want to marry an angry man i promise you you do not not going to go away miraculously you can't get you don't get married to them and say oh this issue will go away once we get married no i promise you most relationship problems are single people problems things you have to deal with in your singleness before you bring them into marriage because you want to you want to heal you want to deal with those now they don't just immediately go away because you get married they get amplified so the anger issue look for the signs of anger And again, if you feel scared or like you don't feel peace about it when he gets angry, trust that. Another thing is, does he only want to hang out with you or does he want to bring you around people too? Does he only want to be alone with you? Does he only want to try to get you alone? Or is he willing to hang out in groups, hang out with your friends and you also hang out with his friends? Is he cool with introducing you to his friends? Because that's a really big sign. I think that's a really, really big sign. And that's a good sign that he wants to bring you around his friends. So only hanging out one-on-one is not a very good way to date. Date in community, date with other people, date with people around you that are able to see the red flags that you may be not really aware of. And so I think him only wanting to hang out alone could be kind of a dangerous sign because he might try to get you in a position that maybe you don't feel comfortable in. So date with other people around you, date in community. I think that's super important. Another thing is, do his interests match yours? Qualities, like does he like to play tennis? And do you like to play tennis? Cool, fun, do that together. Not all your interests have to match up together, but overall you want you want to have some similarities with this person. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do life together for the rest of your life, you want to at least enjoy what each other enjoys. So try to find that. Another thing is how does he respond when he doesn't get his way? This can kind of go back to the anger thing, but when he doesn't get his way or something happens bad in his day, does he flip out? Does he get angry? Does he yell? How does he cope? 
How does he handle a situation like that? Does he go drink? Does he pop a pill? Um, these are very, very telling things of a relationship, if, if it's going to be healthy or not. Does he lash out on you? Does he blame it on you? Does he take ownership when something doesn't maybe go his way? These are, I think, again, a big red flag is if he freaks out when something doesn't go his way or can he go with the flow and say, it's fine, we'll figure it out, don't worry, no stress. That's a really big thing for me, I think. Another thing is, does he have any addictions he hasn't dealt with? So I've kind of mentioned this before, the alcohol or pills or running to unhealthy things to cope. He may not be outright honest with his addictions or it may not be outright obvious, but I would start observing. Give yourself a lot of time before you fully, fully commit to this person to observe, are there addictions and things this person has not dealt with? You don't want to date or marry someone that has an addiction problem to something that is not dealt with. I promise you. Um, so be mindful of that. Has he dealt with his addictions or have you? That's a good question. Don't only point fingers. Have you too. The next thing is how does he treat babies and animals? I know this sounds kind of crazy. You're like, what? But how he responds to animals and babies is actually quite telling as well because you can see does he respond in kindness to them? Does he love them? Is he nice to them? Is he gentle with them? You want someone that's going to do that with your future kids and your future animals. Are they angry? Do they kick the dog? Do they hate babies? Are they like, ugh, do they get like annoyed around kids? If you want kids or if you want a dog, then you might not want to be with that person. You know what I mean? I know that's a random one, but I do think it's a pretty good telling one as well. Another thing is, how does he treat strangers, workers, servers? Is he kind to a server? Is he rude? Does he open the door for strangers? Just the regular barista that gives him coffee at Starbucks. Things like that. You want to be mindful of that. Like, does he treat everybody with kindness or is he entitled? Or does he think, oh, I'm better than this person, so they're below me and I'm going to treat them like they're some peasant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We are not, we are not treating anybody like peasants, okay? So... Again, be mindful of that. All right, guys, just a couple more. 31 is, is he willing to go out of his way for you? I think that's a really big quality. Is he willing to sacrifice his time? Is he willing to go the distance for you to show you that he cares, that he's willing to just kind of be a man and step, step up to the plate and just, you know, hey, I'll come pick you up, even if he, even if he has to sit in traffic for an hour. Is he willing to do that? Because I know guys that are willing to do that, and I think that's a really, really great sign, and it's really, really sweet. Another thing is, what is his reputation? Reputation is very important. You kind of want to know what that looks like. Ask him, ask perhaps family members, or ask perhaps friends, what is his past? What is what is his reputation? Or do you, do you already know his reputation? Is that still who he is today, or is that his past? Has he dealt with that? So knowing his reputation is very important as well, because you don't want to date someone that has a very negative, poor reputation. They can fake all they want to, that they're a great person, that they are the best thing ever on the freaking universe, but the truth will always come out. If their reputation is crappy or low or negative, uh, you might want to be aware of that as well. 33 is, do you feel yourself with this person, or do you feel like you have to put up a front? Do you feel like you have to be fake with them? Do you feel like you have to be better than you really are? You should be able to be fully comfortable with this person. Fully yourself. Because again, if you're going to do life with this person forever, you're going to have some crappy days. You're going to have a lot of crappy days, sick days, days where you feel gross. Day, you know what I mean? So you want someone that's going to love you through all of that. You can be 100% your authentic, genuine self. 34 is, do you have a good time with him? doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like you don't always have to be on the bachelor where you're in a helicopter one day and then you're eating dinner at this romantic sunset beach spot. Some days are just going to be very basic. You're picking up Chick-fil-A and you're just watching the movie. You know what I mean? Can you just have fun with him in this simple mundane routine 
tasks. When there's a moment of silence, is it awkward or do you feel like you're comfortable? You don't have to talk all the time. That's another good thing. Another thing is 35 is, is he controlling or freeing? There's not true love without free will. So does he try to control you, manipulate you, tell you what you can and can't do? You can't hang out with this person. You can't do this. Da da da. Like that, you don't want to be with a controlling person. A, a relationship that's healthy will allow you to be yourself, to be free, to enjoy the things you want to enjoy. Um, you can have time for yourself. So that's another thing is just make sure that they're not controlling and look for those signs as well. Those are the list. That's the list. That's 35 qualities, things that I look for in a partner, um, qualities I look for in just a significant other, someone that I would like to marry. I'm sure there might be some other things that I've I've missed, but overall, I think those are very good qualities. And you probably feel a little overwhelmed. You probably feel like, whoa, Janine, that's impossible to find. No, I promise you that's not impossible to find. My sisters have married incredible men like this. I've seen incredible men like this. My friends are dating incredible guys like this. So it's not impossible. Raise your standard, keep your standard high and don't settle. Trust that God's going to bring you someone like this because he will. And again, be the person that you want to date. This could be a good baseline too for things that you can start trying to achieve in yourself and qualities you can achieve in yourself. Hopefully that was very helpful for you guys. Hopefully that gave you a good kind of baseline of like what to look for, what to avoid while dating, while looking for a spouse, a partner, or even if you're in a relationship right now and these are red flags you see in a partner right now I would just be very careful and cautious and perhaps start reevaluating that relationship a little bit because like I said marriage will not solve problems they will amplify them so whatever you you're seeing right now in in this dating relationship it's not just going to magically go away perhaps taking a break or discussing this with your partner or even breaking up you you just might have to do that so be be very self-aware dating community ask your friends if they see these signs be honest with your partner and hopefully that will help you guys out i hope this helped you because this this is how i plan on living my life and going forward with dating thank you guys so much for listening i hope you guys um will check out my next podcast whenever that comes out and check out my other ones i already have up so i will see you guys in the next episode until then stay happy and healthy love you guys and peace out girl scout bye guys (laughs)